Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coos. So, I was again perusing through social media, my usual way of doing things, and I kind of I came across the Christian Apologetics uh, Network that I follow on, follow on there. And it was an interesting statement that was made, and that made me really start thinking the last couple days. If David had been a pacifist or had just turned the other cheek against Goliath, or how was it phrased exactly? David didn't turn the other cheek to Goliath. He slaughtered him. And I really started thinking about this. Allah, so many times, you who are listening on this, on this podcast have been told time and time and time again in church to take a pacifistic point of view on violence. That we should tolerate and just turn the other cheek. It, I mean, isn't that right? We learn about that in the Bible continuously, right? We're told all the time, like in Matthew chapter 5, verse 39. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. Interesting. I had to dive into this because this person made a point. <clears throat> David picks up a stone, puts it in his sling, Here's Goliath, fully armored, sword. He's a giant of a man with a Philistine army behind him. He's ready to slaughter whomever. David doesn't turn the other cheek. He picks up the stone, twirls it, flings it in, flings that thing at him, right? Smacks him right in the head, kills Goliath. Goliath falls to the ground. He takes out Goliath's sword and beheads him and then holds up Goliath's head to the whole Philistine army with the blood still dripping from it and holds it to him and the Philistine army backs off. Think about that for a moment, people. My brothers and sisters, think about this. For so long, we are taught <clears throat> to take a pacifist and look. Someone hits you in the head or punches you. Turn it on the other cheek. Brother, don't do anything. Be a pacifist. Don't do it. We see someone evil. Just pray about it, guys. Don't do anything about this evil thing taking place. Just pray. But I, I, I go, even though we should pray about every kind of battle we go into, God is the ultimate victor in all the battles. I concur with that notion. When we see evil standing before us, I don't think we should take a pacifistic stand. I mean, David didn't take a pacifist stand when he stood before Goliath, did he not? <coughs> Excuse me. He didn't just stand there and say, you know what? Turn the other cheek. Go ahead, punch me, or or take a knife and stab me, and and, and David take a sword, uh, takes Goliath's sword through the chest and goes. At least if I die, God knows that I tried to defend Israel. He didn't that thing do that. He didn't do that whatsoever. He picked up a stone, put it in his sling, swung it hard, and knocked Goliath out. Then he walked over, pulls out Goliath's freaking sword, and cuts off his head, lifting at the bloody head that's still dripping with the blood to the Philistines' army and goes basically have at it. Anyone else? And the Philistines army backs down. True, it was a challenge. Like if you watch watch the movie um, Tro um, Troy, um, and it talks about how basically it's uh, uh, Achilles versus whoever the top main army was, and they have one on one. One soldier represents one side of the army, the other soldier represents the other side of the army. Whoever fails, that that army must surrender. Right? Whoever wins that army wins. Whoever wins in the battle, the whole army wins that day. Right? 
But what I'm looking at here is ultimately this. God does not want us to be a pacifist. We aren't to just sit there and go, well, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Um, Adolf Hitler, people like Adolf Hitler are killing and slaughtering Jews, right? Or, or, or Antifa's going around uh, beating the daylights out of people. And we're to this guys, just, just pray and just back off and don't show aggression. I'm looking going, uh, no. If evil wants to become physically violent and we need to protect the innocent from being destroyed, we should pick up arms against it. We should defend against it. We should show evil no mercy on that area. I agree with that notion. That we should show them that we are the army of God. And that if you want to get physically violent, we won't turn the other cheek. Now, here's the thing. Before we all look and go, oh my gosh, she's talking about violence. If it is just somebody insulting you, like calling your mother a prostitute, or saying that a man's, you know, I've heard people say to me, because I'm a gun owner, I, I was at work and they go, a real man doesn't own a gun. Basically, this one guy I worked with said, talk to me about how a real man, to be a real true man, basically to measure length of your dick, you don't own a gun. That was considered insulting to me. And I had to preach to myself on this podcast, much as I'm preaching to you, because it's hard for me to walk away from people who insult me. Also calling police and military stupid people. This guy was going off like crazy. I honestly wanted to haul my fist back and then crash it through his face. I did. I didn't do that. But I think at the same time, we need to be open and honest Christians when we talk about insults. We do want to haul back our fists and send it crashing crashing through someone's jaw. Break their jaw, knock a few teeth out, and cause some blood to split out. You know what I mean? That's what most people want to do. The Bible teaches us that we do not engage in insults. We don't. When someone, like when they say, if someone were to smack your cheek, uh, smack you across the face, in the time of the of the Jews, time the time first century when this was kind of was being related to, was if someone wanted to insult you, they would smack you in the face, right? Smack, and that was an insult to you. What are you gonna do now? And Jesus goes, honestly, dude, walk away. Who cares? Turn them the other cheek. Let them go ahead. Smack me on the other side of my cheek. Insult me again. Feel free. Walk away. But he is not stating that if physical violence, such as Goliath shows up, and he's ready to slaughter the Christians or slaughter slaughter the innocent, that we just stand there and go, okay, okay, no violence, no violence. We should always push for nonviolence. But at the same time, if they are simply there to harm you, if they don't give a care, they're there to shoot, kill, hurt, stab, whatever it may be, cause you severe bodily injury or death, don't just stand there and go, I'm going to be a martyr. At least God knows I died. I, I had this conversation with the Christian before. We had a d- dispute about it where I said that, you know, they were talking about school shootings and we're talking about, I said, well, if there's a school shooter, I'd rather have a gun on me so I could shoot the person who's trying to kill these kids. And they go, how could you have done that? I go, what would you do? Well, I would stand in their way, put my arms on and go, you can't do it. I go, okay, pow, pow, you're dead. What? And then they kill the kids that they wanted to kill. Well, then, and their answer was, well, at least God knows that I did the right thing. I look and go, what a stupid answer. And I can understand someone trying to make that argument again to me. But ultimately, again, from the biblical worldview, that is a stupid answer. Because we are not meant to just simply stand there and be pacifist when we're going to be invaded and attacked. Or try, someone's going to try to kill us. Or try to destroy the innocent. Or prevent the innocent from being slaughtered. If the, if, if the devil comes in the name of physical violence, we should be the ones who are first to pick up arms. It's interesting. 
A little side note. I'm going to AI, and here's a crazy part. Brittany, you're probably going to drop the podcast at this point. I dare you to. I'm an NRA member. I am. I am proud NRA. <clears throat> I had to find out my history before joining the NRA. The NRA was actually formed by Christians. Christians during the time of the Civil War. Because the Democratic Party in the South was stripping away any whites who supported blacks and any blacks who were trying to defend themselves against the Ku Klux Klan. They didn't want them to be arming themselves. So Christians got them guns, taught them how to shoot, reload, use a firearm. So when the devil, the Democratic Ku Klux Klan Party, came to, came to the door to burn down their house, lynch them, shoot their family, they could pull out a gun and shoot them in the head or defend themselves against evil aggressors. Nowadays, we look at that and go, oh my gosh, how could they? Imagine if the Ku Klux Klan was still in the major power that it was today, and that white supremacy was as rampant as, as the legacy media and the liberal left would like you to believe, or the democratic left would like you to believe. Would you really tell a black person who's being hunted down by the Ku Klux Klan, just pray, just pray about it, and you'll be safe, and send them home? You'd probably found, what was it? I think the book of uh, James was talking about this. It's no different than saying about how um, if someone is naked, saying, go home and be well clothed, or they're hungry, go home and be well fed, brother. If you're not going to do anything to help them out, then, you, then you're pointless. You're worthless. It's a sin against God, in other words. Like, really? Seriously? So when I see people who are being attacked physically, like let's say Antifa, that, that's the... Um, the Marxist uh, brown shirts, or when they have Black Lives Matter, who openly attack people who have difference of opinion, even other black people, that we shouldn't stand by and just let them do it. We should. I don't believe we should be the aggressors, as in we go purposely after them, but I think it should be clear that if evil wants to make a stand to attack us and to and to harm our friends, our family with physical, uh, physically, bodily harm and up to death, we need to make a stance. Just like David took the stance against the Goliath. He didn't do a pacifism move. Oh, it's going to be okay. Just pray. Just, just no, God knows I'm a martyr. No, he picked up the stone, struck Goliath in the head, then walked over, like I said, multiple times, pulled the sword out and chopped his head off and held it in front of the Philistine army and said, who's next? Who's going to come and attack? Who wants to attack us now? Go for it. And all of them backed down, terrified. We should do the same thing. When evil comes knocking on the door to attack you and take it, if you're just living in peace, live in peace. But the instant evil shows up and is demanding through physical violence or threat of violence and death to try to sway you, pick up arms against them. Aim it at them. And if all else fails, pull the trigger. Then the rest of the army will see that you're dead serious in what you believe in. But always be peaceful first. Never seek the violence out first and foremost. If the war shows up on your door, defend yourself. But again, it goes back to that Facebook post I saw. If David had been like the Christian churches today, he wouldn't have attacked Goliath. He would have let him do whatever he wanted. But that wasn't God's will. Nor is it our will to be pacifists. Seek 
to be peaceful at all times. Seek to love your God, to love God and love your neighbor. Seek peaceful resolution. But if evil and the war knocks on your door, and there's no way that they're going to listen to you being peaceful, like you try to talk or try to reason with them or sit down and have some food with them, if they're not there to negotiate, not there to listen, not there to work with you or be peaceful or try to understand peacefully and you just have a disagreement, then get ready to defend yourself. That's a controversial statement, but tell me how I'm wrong biblically. So anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. So until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.